Good morning. Welcome to Long Live Third Parties Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc., a third party's books publisher, sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read the case Matter of Gains, 720-A2D-159, PA, Commonwealth Court, 1998. Friends, we're going to talk about how somebody named a political party today. Although the case doesn't center on that, I like to discuss such things. So let us discuss it, and let us also discuss what this case centered on. Friends, we see another third party that we haven't heard of before. I like to see that. And in these cases, it's the third party that went through the procedures. Although any third party movement is nice, if you name a blog and you put up a platform, that's nice. It's even better when you file for office and get the signatures. You do all that stuff. So this individual did exactly that. So let's find out what happened. It says, quote, Before the court are the objections to the nomination papers filed by Nicole Primus Gaines as, as a candidate for a representative in the General Assembly from the 24th Legislative District. Gaines had previously filed nomination petitions for the May 1998 primary election as a candidate of the Democratic Party for the same office. Those petitions were challenged and by order of Judge Doyle of this court dated March 31, 1998 were set aside for failure to contain sufficient number of ballot signatures. Gaines subsequently filed the nomination papers presently before us seeking to appear on the ballot for the 1998 general election as a candidate of the Gaines for Change political body. The parties have stipulated to the relevant facts and further agree that this case involves the interpretation of a single question of law. Whether a person who's nominated petitions for a primary election have been judicially set aside is precluded from filing nomination papers as a candidate of a political body for the ensuing general election. End quote. She named her party Gains for Change. So friends, would you name your party after yourself? Personally, I would not do that. Although I don't claim to have transcended ego, I certainly haven't. I don't like naming organizations after myself. I don't like putting my name in organizations. I founded organizations and I haven't put my name in them. I do realize she could have valid reasons for doing that. She could have a different perspective. So therefore, like we do on this podcast, we shall give her the benefit of the doubt. Though her approach differs from what I would do, and maybe it also differs from what you would do, we're going to give her the benefit of the doubt. She ran for the Democratic Party, it says here. And then that didn't work out, so she decided to go the third party route. We like that. I'm not sure what motivated her to change. Maybe it was the fact this wasn't working out. We've discussed another case on this podcast that dealt with a sore loser law. This doesn't sound quite the same because she didn't lose a primary in this case. It was... The signatures were not 
deemed valid by the court. So although it's similar to what happens in a sore loser case, it's not exactly the same because it's a different situation that arises. She didn't lose an election. She lost the opportunity to have her signatures counted. This deals with a technicality, like they said, it's, quote, a single question of law. As they say, quote, because Gaines was not, in fact, nominated in the primary, this case will be resolved depending on whether or not Gaines's name has been presented as a candidate in the primary election, end quote. So, yes, that's what this case centers on. They talk about some cases in the past where people did similar things. In this one case called Packrell versus Quail, they talk about how this other individual wanted to be a Democratic Party candidate, but the petitions didn't work out, so they went for a new party they call it the Good Government Party. So that would be interesting to see their platform, to see their materials. I'm old-fashioned in the sense that I like to see paper materials, so I would love to see their platform printed out, their pamphlets, whatever they produced. And then they also talk about another case called Abendorf versus Rumberger. And in this case, again, they talk about how Abendorf wanted to be a Democratic Party candidate, but the petitions didn't work out. So they he got a party called the Independent Voters Party. Again, I like to see their printed, printed material. I like to see their platform on paper. I like to see whatever they produced. That happened in 1975, so it was well before the internet was roaring, just like that other case. Although those cases sound interesting to read in full, our podcast focuses on 1990 and above cases. So although these apply and we discuss them here, as interesting as they may be, we cannot dedicate a podcast episode to them. So, how do you think this worked out for our friend's gains? Let's read what the judges concluded. It says, quote, And now, this 26th day of August, 1998, the objection to the nomination papers of Nicole Primus gains are overruled, and the Secretary of the Commonwealth is directed to certify Nicole Primus gains as a candidate for representative in General Assembly the 24th Legislative District for the November 1998 general election. Each party is to bear his own costs. End quote. Friends, she got on the ballot. She's first tried as a Democratic Party candidate. That didn't work out. But then she got into her own party with her own name. And then this case says it shall work out for that. So we shall celebrate that, friends. We shall celebrate that. Keep advancing third parties. Long live third parties. Goodbye.